I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Times Business Podcast, where we look ahead to what's likely to be making the news and moving markets in the coming days. I'm Robert Miller. This week, we'll be looking forward to one of the first big set-piece international financial events of the year, the World Economic Forum in Davos. I'm joined by Richard Fletcher, the business editor of The Times and a sometime Davos attendee, Deirdre Hipwell, who's been before as well, our retail correspondent, and Alex Ralph, The Times, a stock market reporter, who's about to go on his first trip there. Welcome to you all. Richard, first of all, if I could start with you, just set the scene, will you? Why is Davos important? Well, it's important because of the quality of the people that, that go to Davos. It's not cheap, and there are very few hangers-on, as I suppose you would describe them, and there's an awful lot of chief executives, chairmen, central bankers, politicians, all of those sorts of people you want to socialise with. But it's just the quality of the people. It is, it is the most amazing connection, uh, collection of the sort of great and the good of the business and economic world, and therefore, for a journalist, uh, there is no better place to spend... Uh, five days in January, despite the fact it takes almost a day to get there. And obviously there are lots of people there who are far more important and uh, far richer than than the poor journalists. So you normally end up staying at least uh, five miles away from the action. But it is the most amazing event with the most amazing sessions, very thought-provoking during the day, and then some fantastic parties in the evening. You've been before. What did you learn, first of all, apart from wearing appropriate footwear? Yeah, well, appropriate footwear is my main tip, actually. You need to wear footwear that you don't have to change into because the main event takes place in this uh, fantastic Congress Centre, but then actually uh, there are all these sort of other events, sort of slightly unofficial events because they're slightly frowned upon, taking place in the hotels and and buildings near the conference centre, and obviously you have to get to them, and you are in a ski resort in the middle of winter, so it's very snowy, and also you have to get from your hotel or wherever you found to lay your uh, head uh, in the morning to the conference centre. So wear footwear that you can walk in snow in, but you don't have to change when you get to the conference centre or hotel, because otherwise you'll be joining the hundreds of other people who are trying to swap their footwear over. So that's my first tip. My second tip is uh, to befriend someone who is rich enough to have a driver in, in Davos, because to get a driver isn't as simple as it would seem, because uh, you have to pay even more to have a driver, because uh, they're very worried about being green and therefore they charge a huge amount to give people the permit you need to drive. Don't mess with the security guards. 
it's if you imagine the sort of paranoia and times it by 10 uh, you've probably got to where you are so you just need to be very polite and and face that you're going to have to queue everywhere to get in and you're going to be scanned at least 20 times a day and lastly but most importantly make sure you get to the best parties of the week Deirdre if I could just bring in mentioned uh, at the top there that you you've been as well one of the things that's happening this year is in their global risks report they've actually put the uh, climate change mitigation and adaption is posing the most serious threat to the world. I mean, that's quite a surprise, isn't it? Yes, and I don't think it's an original thought by any means. I think people have been saying that for some time. But the point about Davos, I think, is they like to have a theme and they like there to be some greater motivation to the conference other than we're making loads and loads of money and, and we're like capitalists. Um, so they like to have a higher aim. And of course, this year, It'll be quite an exciting topic because, of course, Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be in Davos, adding a bit of star glamour, talking about his foundation, which is looking at the impact of climate change on wildlife. And, of course, he's fresh from winning a Golden Globe for The Revenant, which I've seen. And I recommend. It's very good. Very, very bloody and grim. But it's good. And he's excellent. Richard, that's one of the points that you raised there they do get celebrities now and they also get NGOs and charities and campaigners that would never in previous years have, have got anywhere close to the conference. Is that, is that a big change in your view? And Yeah, he's always invited. I mean, they've always invited celebrities. I finally impressed my children last year when I returned from Davos with a selfie with me and Will I Am and one with Tony Blair, which slightly impressed them slightly less. So uh, they've always invited celebrities. There's always been a sprinkling of NGOs there. It's a really strange mix of people. I mean, it is the most surreal event you ever uh, you you will ever attend. And, you know, you do sort of kind of pinch yourself and and kind of wonder whether you are living in that sort of, you know, virtual reality world and, and your chip in your head's gone slightly wrong and this is just a bizarre dream because it is just this mix of bizarre you know minor european royalty massively senior investment bankers economists central bankers politicians it's just slightly bizarre mix of people but that's what makes it such good fun and to be honest what makes it such a success because love it or hate it and the first time you go and i've told alex this it does seem slightly bizarre you spend your whole time thinking i'm at the i'm I'm not in the right place i'm at the wrong party because there's so much going on uh, at the same time but if you're not at the google party you're not at the right party that's very true and and so it's sort of you know it is bizarre but it is the mix of people the fact there are these ngos the fact there are minor royalty charity you know it it is it's that mix that makes it the success it was if it was just ceos and chairman it'd actually be quite boring i would totally second that not to shamelessly name job except that's exactly what i'm going to do when i went there and this was literally walking down one corridor i walked past david cameron Ed Miliband and Christine Lagarde and then walked outside and I saw, I mean, I didn't get close to him, but Mick Jagger was standing outside. Well, that was the most important spot, yeah, surely. Yeah, but he was standing outside a little hut eating a crepe suzette that they were making there on the spot. I mean, it is incredible. You'll just bump into these people. I mean, a lot of them don't want to talk to you the minute they hear that you're a journalist, but you can pursue them down the corridors and... There's nowhere for them to run. Pretty much. And it's amazingly class-ridden. So you have different coloured badges uh, which denote whether you're what what sort of class of person you are. So a white badge means you're a fully paid up uh, delegate. But then within, and if you get an orange badge, I've never had one, that's a journalist badge, isn't it? Well, I had the lowest badge of the lowest. I spent most of my time in corridors standing outside doors. That's an orange badge, yes. Yeah, hoping to pigeonhole people as they they walked out. And I actually remember running down going, Angela, Angela, trying to speak to Angela. Angela Merkel. 
but then, I did not succeed. <laughs> but then your your white badge actually has different levels of white badges. Some That's of them true. have holograms on them. Some of have, have little coloured badges. And there's different places you can go. So if you pay a little bit more, you can use the members lounge. And so it's it's a really it's a fantastic, uh, a fantastically class ridden uh, event. And everyone will tell you. Uh, that they don't want to go and they, they look down it, but everyone would really like to be there. It's a bit like a party conference, but just with far more interesting people. And uh, the parties are superb. So you have, they're very, the, the World Economic Forum doesn't like events to take place uh, while the conference is taking place, i.e. whilst the sessions are going on. So everyone has to squeeze their events in. So you have these dinners between 8 and 10, and then after 10 you then have these drinks parties and also people like Sir Martin Sorrell, who uh, throws the most amazing party just outside Davos in the um, in the ski lodge that he stays at. There's always the Google party. I believe Uber party is a bit of a must-have invite, but, but hopefully Alex has got himself on all of these lists. Well, let me bring you in here, Alex. I mean, from what well, you've heard so far, are you sure you don't want to withdraw straight away or are you <laughs> going to be able to keep up the pace? It sounds like I'll be calling a few favours in from Richard to uh, get me into all these illustrious Into parties. these top parties while you're busy working. But from the point of view of the stock market and stock market reporter, presumably it gives you access to the people whose companies you write about and whose share price you talk about. Absolutely. And I mean, the, the theme, the overarching theme of, the, of what is the 46th annual meeting is called the fourth industrial revolution, which effectively is looking at the, the impact of robots and artificial intelligence uh, across the world. But I think what a lot of people really be wanting to talk about is, is what impact the sort of the uh, volatility in global markets is going to have on the economy. And I think that that, that and more specifically China um, it's slowing economy, uh, the price of oil. I think that will be what people will get people talking and, and what lots of chief executives will be asked about. I mean, talking about the fourth industrial revolution, both you and Richard, really, is this a case of where the people who run Google and the companies that you mentioned have, if you like, a greater status and, and more you want to get closer to them than, say, the old industrial chiefs, if you like, of a BP or, or a big miner? This year it will be, if you like, the high-tech companies... Well, Richard. It, it, there are kind of Davoses within Davos. So although we see all the sort of, we go to all the, the, the sessions, there are then sort of inter, so all of the retailers of the world will meet uh, for, you know, uh, for sessions. So there are sort of within the public main programme, there, 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 there are smaller groups who meet and, and discuss problems. So although, you know, uh, the sort of new economy companies will obviously dominate their headlines actually for the Unilevers and the Walmarts of this world it's still just as important as it was you know 10 years ago when they were at the forefront of the agenda so you know there are within uh, within Davos you have sort of these sort of subsets of uh, who meet each other and, you know that's the strange thing going there as a UK journalist is you actually end up bumping into exactly the same UK chief executives at chairman at four different uh, drinks parties during the same week so in some ways that's uh, it, it, it's a bit like being on Twitter it's you know it's about who you follow in some ways and it's about who you end up in the in the rooms mm. with um, and I do think I mean this idea of this fourth industrial revolution I mean if you look at their website I mean it, it does read a little bit their description of it like a Star Wars script they're talking about cyber physical spheres and velocity scope which I don't actually know what that refers to, but I think what they're saying is that it's a digitally interconnected world. So we have mobile consumers who are now watching TV on their phones, ordering on their phones, and it's this idea 
that the world is becoming a globally interconnected place and that impacts every industry so it will be of interest to everyone there so I think it's like an overarching theme. One of the things that's been current in the past year I remember once seeing Shimon Perez and Yasser Arafat having a debate Yasser Arafat being a regular attendee to raise funds for then a, a fledgling Palestinian authority so Richard do you feel there's a trickle-down effect where countries that traditionally don't get access to international markets actually do get a chance to meet the Goldman Sachs and uh, uh, Tijentian who's going to be there for well now Credit Suisse was of the Prue so is is this an important part of the venue as well? I should say yes at this point, shouldn't I? But you should. I, I, I suspect not, actually. I suspect really, um, for, for some of the sort of economists and central bankers, the you know some of the sessions are very thought-provoking and, and that's why they go. But I suspect quite a lot of people are there just for the networking and, um, a, 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 and the chance to meet clients or the chance to meet their banker you know it's it's in a way it's a it's a very similar as i've said to party conferences and you end up going to some seaside resort to see exactly the same people you'd have seen in westminster you just get the chance to see all of them in one very tight period you know there's standards that you have to keep if you want to be invited to davos and of course you know there was news today that the delegation from north korea that was invited have now been uninvited because of the nuclear tests last week you do surprise me <laughs> Alex, again, coming back, if you'd like, to the companies, I mean, we mentioned there, but you've got people like Mary Barra, the GM chief and others. Presumably, it's very important for you to get access, uh, if you like, and to be able to see firsthand what these people are saying, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's as Richard said, it's an unprecedented opportunity to have all the great and good under, well, in one area um, over a concerted period of time. So, uh, and presumably, given it's such an exclusive event and such an expensive event that there won't be so many minders and, and, and PRs sort of uh, acting as human shields to, to talk to these people. Going back to just for a minute to that, that, that global risks report that they put out, which you can actually see on, on, on their website, on the World Economic Forum website, if you're so minded. I mean, the, the fact that, if you like, their large-scale involuntary migration is a, is a shock. Severe energy price shock is is now the fifth most feared for this year. Does that rattle stock markets, or are they not worried? No, of course they're worried by this. I mean, we've seen it for the, since the turn of the year. It's been it's been absolutely hammering global markets. Um, you know, equities have had one of the worst starts of the year uh, on record, and that's been driven by the volatility in um, in commodity prices and, and energy markets. So yeah, we are. We're, we're definitely. It's definitely a big issue. We still haven't heard what parties he's actually got an invite to there, haven't we? And I, and I must apologise that the two, our two other delegates to uh, Davos, Alistair Osborne and, and Philip Aldrich, who you can follow on Twitter along with Alex uh, next week at Davos, uh, aren't here, but they're too busy uh, planning their social diaries. But um, but come on, you must have you must have had some good invites so far, Alex. Come well, on. I was thinking of hosting my own Times party and seeing how many people would come <laughs> along to, 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 the, to the Times villa. Yes. Not on my expense. Yeah, I was going to say, who's putting the bill for that one, Alex? I mean, if you have had one wish each what you would like to see most come out of the world economic forum this year what would it be deirdre start with you apart from meeting leonardo DiCaprio, that is just simply we'll give that to you anyway i mean do you think it's some sort of climate change deal better behavior from bankers better pledges for, for corporate governance well yeah maybe to see better corporate behavior but i, I think that's kind of a, a a tall order i don't think davos goes there to to fix any particular problem. I think it goes there to discuss problems and come up with frameworks. Well, you hope there's problems. a framework there, uh, But one of the yeah. few women who will be at uh, Davos, there's only 18% of the delegates at Davos this year are women, but one of them is Loretta Lynch, the US Attorney General, who of course has been levying huge fines on bankers, so I'm sure she's going to be terribly popular there, but she will be there, so maybe that is her aim. Only 18% though, is it? 
Yes, you, well, apparently it's a new record. It was 17% last year. And of course, the Times uh, delegation is an all-male affair as well. So obviously they need to do some work on female representation at Davos. And Richard. Yeah, well, more women at Davos. That would be my. Uh, that's my. That's my wish. That was a very quick um, that's my wish at Davos. <laughs> yeah, no, more women, more female delegates would make it much more uh, less grey. It can be quite grey. Uh, it's actually the only time of year when men have to worry about what they wear because it is quite difficult to get the dress code right. You know, uh, men are terribly bad at casual business, casual dress, aren't they? It's the only time of year we really have to worry about things. No, no, I, I think uh, Did was right. More women, and uh, she just secured her invite for next year. <laughs> Well done. And Alex, what are you most looking forward to, apart from the parties, which um, you're keeping close? And getting my feet very wet. I think that, you know, given that one of the biggest criticisms is probably that it's it's something of a elitist talking shop, it would be nice to see to what extent there is actual frameworks and how they sort of plan to impact on society rather than just talking about it. Okay, well, that's a positive impact. Well, thank you all very much indeed. And don't forget, uh, that's it for now, but you can keep up to date with all the news and the tweets, as uh, Richard mentioned there, from the World Economic Forum in Davos. That's on our website. If you are a Times subscriber, of course, you can sign up to our daily morning and lunchtime emails. And if you don't have a subscription, there's a special £1 offer at thetimes.co.uk. And if you want to hear us weekly, you can subscribe through iTunes. My thanks there to Richard Fletcher, Deirdre Hipwell and Alex Ralph. They're all on Twitter, so please do follow them. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for downloading. To discover more, head to thetimes.co.uk. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.